Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. And welcome back, Browns fans, to our in-season podcast from the podium, where we feature all the daily press conferences from before and after practice, all rolled into one podcast for you. I'm Jason Gibbs, day four in the books from the Greenbrier in West Virginia. On today's show, we will hear from head coach Kevin Stefanski, defensive end Miles Garrett, guard Joel Batonio, and corner Greg Newsom. First up, it's head coach Kevin Stefanski talking to the media before day four of practice, the team's final day of practice here before a well-deserved day off. Have a listen. Amari and Dewan, any uh, update on expected back on the field today? Uh, Amari, not just yet, but progressing uh, well. And then Dewan, I didn't get an update yet this morning, but he, he's feeling better. He participated in the walkthrough yesterday, so he's feeling better. Kevin, given how, given how much Deshaun likes to throw the ball downfield, you can do so effectively. I and mean, given your personnel this year, how much more of the deep ball do you think can be a weapon for you guys this season? Yeah, I think the deep ball is is certainly a part of what we want to do, what everybody wants to do. I think there's varying ways to get there. There's the old school, just take five and a hitch and launch a go ball, uh, and and that's certainly good ball when, when you like your matchup. Uh, then there's varying ways in the play action game to try to get the quarterback on the perimeter and give him time to set up and push the ball down the field. So I think it's so dependent on what the defense is allowing you to do. And then it's really dependent on your guys. Who who, who do you want to put where? Who do you want to put on the go ball? Who do you want to put on that deep post, on that far cross, those type of things? So uh, certainly will be part of what we do. How we get to it, I think, will vary. Given, given Nick's ability and then Deshaun to get out inside the pocket, you would think that that could be something you guys could, could be really effective for you. Yeah, for sure. I mean. Uh, like we talked about the other day, you know, having Nick Chubb on our team, we're obviously excited to use Nick like we have in the past uh, few years to, to great success. And then defenses know that we have Nick Chubb, so they're going to try to take him away, and that opens up things in the past game. Kevin, when you add a guy like Rodney, how, how important is that guy in that room, especially with all those young guys? Yeah, I think over the course of time, you've seen us add guys that really help us on the field and then they also help us off the field and in, in the locker room and in those meeting rooms I think of a guy like Malcolm Smith uh, who we were fortunate to have in 2020 and 2021 a veteran who had been there done that won a championship uh, and played really good football for us uh, maybe in a smaller role but played good ball and, and provided great leadership off the field as well and then another guy uh, the coach in that room after yeah. Like, what was it that you liked about him and that Jim liked about him when you guys kind of found him? Yeah, we, you know, we were looking for a, a lot of things in that role, but somebody that was uh, uh, really a good young football coach with uh, energy and, and experience. And, and I think Ephraim's, a, I think he's a really good coach. Uh, he came highly recommended, talked to a lot of people about him. That was an expansive search when we hired uh, Ephraim. So he, he really, he, he won that job uh, and he did a nice job. Uh, throughout that process, but very, very intelligent uh, for a young coach that has really seen a lot, has been everywhere, if you will, uh, and I think relates really well to our players. I know you've seen all your defensive linemen individually and even some of them play, but like, 
Is there a mystery there at all to how they will fit together with Zeke coming and Oboe coming and even Dalvin? Well, yeah, I think that's the, the fun part for us and for Jim and for our defensive staff is putting all those pieces together. Like you mentioned, uh, I mean, it's not a mystery in the success that Zedarius has, has had in this league, and and, it's, and you've seen what Oboe can do, so now it's just a matter of taking all of our guys and taking a Dalvin Tomlinson uh, along with our established guys that have been here and, and, and figuring out a, a formula that makes sense for for us. Is that one of the main things you're looking forward to when the pads finally get on? Because we talked in minicamp, you can't really see exactly what they yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think the padded practices, the games, the, the really the whole month of August will allow us to see how we want to deploy those guys. Kevin, you? with a number of receivers sideline right now, do you have enough this camp to get the job done? Uh, or do you need maybe a whole week ago? Yeah, I think we have enough, Mary Kay, but you're right. Uh, you know, <laughs> that wide receiver position, every training camp you start to run out of guys. So Coach O'Shea, as you know, does a great job of getting the guys in there that need the reps, getting a lot of young guys reps. You know, you mentioned Demetric Felton. He, that could be something where we pull Demetric in if we need him. I don't think we're there uh, just yet. Demetric's really focusing on that running back position, and he's doing a nice job as well. When, when you evaluate uh, Greg Nelson's two seasons with the Browns, how much of the zero interceptions is on him? How big a factor is that? In yeah, I think, of him? I think you have to be so careful with interceptions, similar to sacks. You know, with sacks, it's, it's a stat that everybody uses for uh, the defensive line and, and for offense, really, for that matter. But uh, really, we're looking at quarterback pressures are, are so important to us when it comes to defensive line. Similarly, with the secondary, you need the ball to get thrown your way in order to have an interception. Uh, and then, so how many balls are coming your way? What, what are you doing when the ball does come your way? Are you defending uh, the player? Are you knocking the ball away? Those type of things. Obviously, goes without saying, we love interceptions. Our DBs love interceptions. And that's something that's a goal for all of our guys. But uh, I think it can be a little bit misleading. Going back to Dimitri for a second. Yeah. Um, you know, the first couple of years, he spent a lot of time with the receivers, not a lot of time with the running backs. Are you, um, are you pleased like, with where he is? as a running back uh, right now? Or do you kind of feel like uh, that portion of his game needs a little more polishing at this level? Well, first of all, he's a good football player. Uh, and, and he's played both. He played both in college. I think it's premature to say anything about what he's done for us at running back just because we haven't had games yet. But he'll get plenty of reps throughout the preseason, both in practice and in games, uh, where I think we'll see where he's he's come. I mean, it's. It's not a new position for him because he's played it in college, but it's new for us, uh, so to speak. Kevin, you've been around a little, a little bit now. What's maybe something that you know, just in time getting to know him, that you know, kind of surprised you? You know, you I know. didn't know he was a skateboarder. That's <laughs> new. Uh, we have a lot of skateboarders on this team. Uh, I'm not going to out them, but uh, we have, we have a bunch of guys. Uh, Obo, uh, really uh, diligent worker, uh, does a nice job both. Uh, in practice and post-practice, he's kind of the guy leading the charge and getting guys to do extra. Um, so he, he's a worker. I think he's had an interesting career to, to date. Like he, as he would tell you, you know, there's always different paths to it. But uh, we're we're really fortunate to have him, and, and we're excited for what he's going to do for our defense. How much is you know going from what he was doing when he first came in with like the Rams to what he's doing now? How much of a transition? You know, I know you have to stop at Houston, right? But yeah, he's, he's played in different schemes and, and systems. I, I think as we talked to him about adding him this offseason, he's very excited about what he can do in a system like this and how <laughs> we're going to utilize him and, 
and really let him go and, and let him rush the passer and let him get off and disrupt blocks and those type of things. So I think he's excited about it. Uh, but those are all conversations that we had as we were, you know, trying to sell him on our opportunity. What do you think Miles working or giving some tips to Alex and Isaiah, you know, during the drill? What kind of impact can that have if Miles really gives some of the knowledge and tips that he has? Yeah, I, I think you see that really at every position. That, that's a that's being a great teammate is passing on some of those tips and those things that you've really gotten from others. I mean, that's that's paying it forward. I'm sure there were guys that took Miles uh, under their wing when, when he was a young player. Uh, I can think of, I can picture Amari and Marquise out here taking our young receivers through some things. So that, that's what you do as a good teammate. With Miles and just how effortlessly he seems to go through a lot of the drills, uh, you know, that are out here. With Jim coming in and kind of tweaking how that front line is going to operate, guy coming off back-to-back 16 sack seasons, how excited do you get as a coach knowing the impact that Miles can have, but also that increasing just by some of the changes that you guys made this offseason? Yeah, I mean, I think all changes, you know, scheme to scheme or there are obviously changes there are obviously changes but i'd say they're more, more nuanced than major uh and miles has had a lot of success uh for us in the in a four down front uh he's one on the right on the left inside uh you know he, he's really as we talked about nick the other day i mean miles is very similar in that he can fit in any scheme but we've seen him uh, in these four down fronts to be very disruptive uh, so i think for us it's unlocking the next step for miles like it is every player i, I think any one of our players would, would tell you there's more than they can give. Uh, I don't care where they are in their career, what they've accomplished. I always think there's more that they can give. When you, if I follow that, when you say unlock the next step for him, what it, what, what does that mean? Uh, you know, I don't know what exactly uh, numbers or that type of thing, but uh, I would just tell you that there's no player on the field today that can't get better. And, and for Miles, I think that's 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 the truth. It's also a mentality. That's why we're out here working. Kevin, what sets uh, Joel apart from other? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, he's, you know, there's guys that you come across in your career and you watch them on tape and as you're watching it, you'll say teach tape and, and you'll tag the play and you're, okay, I'm going to grab that clip and that's going to be how we teach that technique because he does it so so well. Uh, Joel's somebody that is constantly in game, in practice, doing it exactly the way you want it done. So he, he's a teach tape player. Uh, he's done it at a high level for a very, very long time. But, you know, in terms of his skill set, I don't know that there's many guards that, that have the combination of uh, power, uh, movement skills, uh, the ability to pass protect. Uh, so he, he's really uh, a, a guy. I, I see a very, very complete player um, and, and, and a great person off the field as well. I mean, he, he's a huge part of what we do. He, he's a, a huge leader uh, for this football team. About a month ago, Malik Jackson was on NFL Network, and they kind of questioned Miles' leadership, not on Sundays, but during the week. And it took it to mean the uh, practice, not practice, but meeting. He, he doesn't seem to lead during the week with his teammates. Are you satisfied with that part of his Work, uh, I don't know exactly, you know, what Malik said or, or meant. You know, Malik's a guy that played for us and, and you know, uh, did a great job here. Um, I would tell you with Miles and how he leads and, and how he works, uh, you know, I think he does a really nice job. I think the young players uh, see a guy that, you know, has come a long way. Miles is, is still, he's not a young, he's not a pup anymore. 
uh, but he is growing into that leadership role and does a nice job. Of it. Now following day four of practice, it was time for the players to take center stage at the podium. Here's defensive end Miles Garrett giving us some great insight on what leadership is and how he values a team-first mentality. It's about us. I mean, the D-line, we're all worried about each other's success, not about one person. It's not about, you know, you know trying to teach the young guys. You know, everybody can learn from every individual. I'm sure there are some young guys who, who have some things I haven't seen or or you know, have some instincts that maybe I, I pick up on, and you no know, same here. You know, older guys tend to have a little bit more experience. I've seen a little bit more, but you know, as new crop comes in, new guys come in. But there's always going to be something a little bit different. We're just learning from each other and just trying to trying to you know, pass along the information that we have. It's a little disappointing. It's disappointing for you know, all of us because you know, we love Perry Young. We always want to see you know, the very best you know, happen for him and and try to you know, lead him lead him towards a you know, just a, a better path and a and uh, just kind of keep his head clear. And I think now is more important than ever that you know we as a community, not only as a as a football team or as a D-line, they'll reach out to him, they'll try to take care of him, they'll take him under our wing, because he's he's still here, he's still still one of us, and you know, people have you know, dark pasts and you know, a difficult history, and you know, they have a lot of people around them that aren't always having their best interests at heart. So if we allow ourselves to, to him to go down that road, we're, we're allowing these things to happen, these, you know, him to you know, pass along know the the behavior that you know, has really you know got him to where he is at this point and you know if we look out for him and you know help him you know, clean up his act and go, and go down the path that you know, he he can go and the things he should do you know he can really be an upstanding young man and I, I really hope the best for him and you know still you know try to try to be there for him if we can how do you feel like you've gotten to know the the new guys your room as much as any in the room any of them has really kind of changed. How do you feel like you've, in the last week, kind of gotten to know them better? Just taking time to spend, spend a little bit of a time with each other, you know, being around the guys, going to dinner. You know, when when we have our off time, we're we're sitting together, we're we're shooting the, you know, but you know, just being around each other early in the morning to tonight, you know, all that time that that we have, not not splitting up, going our own separate ways. No, even even after dinner, guys, you know, linking up to you know, just have discussions, talk about the world, talk about uh, you know, politics or religion, whatever it is, you know, things that you know, bring us closer and, and you know, we can get get insight on on your brother. That that means a lot to guys and it helps you uh, understand and, and really you know start to love your brother and want to want to give you all for him. Is there something in particular an insight you you kind of gained that that really stands out on on on, on any of these guys? I mean, any insight in particular? These guys are lighthearted. They like to have fun. I mean, they like to joke around, but you know, as soon as we get on the field, you know, it's all business, and that's how it should be. But uh, there's a lot of experience. There's got a lot of knowledge in the room. Uh, guys who know how the routine should look and you know, and how to be a professional, and that helps a lot, you know, especially you know, building that mold 
uh, for the young guys so they, they know how uh, camp is supposed to work, the season is supposed to work, and how to, how to be a true professional. And that, that really you know, helps all of us you know, get to where we're supposed to go. Miles, did, you, um, did you see Malik Jackson's comments I mean, I saw him, but he has a right to his opinion. I mean, we're all learning as we go, and you know, leadership uh, is, a, is a fluid thing. You know, it looks, it takes different shapes and forms depending on the room and depending on you know the person. And uh, I can, I can lead in the only way that I know how, and I, I only can continue to to grow as a leader. Uh, and. Uh, We'll continue to, to lead together. It's not just one person. We have a lot of experience in the room, and uh, we we have to be together. We have to do this together. And you no know, one voice shouldn't speak louder than, than any other. We have to uh, you know, all be pushing at the the same rate in the same direction. And that's how you know, winning teams, winning groups are made. Were you surprised to hear that from the guy that was in that room, like a former teammate, catch you off guard? I mean, like I said, he has his, he has his own opinion, and. You know, maybe my, my leadership style just didn't you know, fit him. I'm just, I can only, like I said, I can only lead how I know how to. And you know, I don't know if the, the result of the, the season you know, played any part in how he felt about my leadership style. But you know, I have the utmost respect for him. I think he's a, a consummate pro. I think he's a, a great guy. He looked out for a lot of us. And uh, continue to They'll try to, to grow and uh, be a better leader in, in any way I can. Is leadership natural in your personality, or is that something that as you've grown professionally, you have tried to work on to become a leader? I think leadership is, is natural to most people. I think it just comes in different shapes and forms. Some people lead with examples. Some people lead you know, out front with their their, their chest or their words. It just all really depends on, on you and and your style. You know, if, if you're not one to, to talk a lot and you just lead by you know, being up front, being on time, you know, doing what you're supposed to do, you know, make sure you're in your notebook and you don't you don't reach out to to uh, anyone and try to you know make that common knowledge, that's on you. But you also you also have you know guys who are you know very outspoken guys on the sideline who are making sure that things are getting done, you know, they're turning the tie with, with their voice and, and their presence. There's just different ways to do it. And, uh, you know, as uh, we grow up and, and develop and, and mature, you know, things start to blend. You start to pick up on those things and they start to come uh, more naturally. Miles, you know you haven't had the pads on yet, but can you see the possibilities, you know, with, in the system with Hunter Schwartz? You can see the possibilities as soon as you look at the playbook. You know, just seeing how uh, aggressive he likes to to you know, call his defense and his schemes. You know, the wide nine. You know, bringing an extra guy, trying to get you know those those one on ones or the, those uh, those favorable matchups. You know, those are things that you know we as a defense get excited for. Did those comments, Miles, cause you to reflect and think? Maybe whatever a couple years ago I wasn't where I needed to be, or did you just disagree with his mind? I mean, I, I thought I was exactly where I needed to be. I think it, it takes time for, for anyone to be a leader. Some people come in and you know they're you know, from day one they they talk and they lead with their voice and they also lead by their presence. But I you know, even have you know, some you know, great players such as 
Brady or or MJ who who didn't leave from day one. They had to you know take their time, you know earn their earn their spots, earn their stripes, and you know it, it starts to develop in them. And once once it's really you know picked up and they've matured into a point where they they feel like this is this is my role and I can take this on in, in the fullest form. Then they take it from there and they continue to grow as leaders, you know, through time. But it, it's it's not something you you have perfected from from day one, or at least not for most people. And I'm I'm continuing to learn and uh, adjust to what my my teammates need and how to get the best out of my team. And there there are many other leaders who are you know, very good in their own way. And we're, you know, we're listening to to all of them. Hey, Miles, you're seven for you. Yeah. Where, uh, where do you want your career to go from here? Oh, huh? <laughs> I mean, I want us to win. We we all want to win, and that's the the only goal for us at this point. Just one one day at a time, one step at a time, one rep at a time. Just uh, having your mind focused on just that one. And you know, once once you you break it down and make it simple, it's easier for yourself to get in the zone, not not to get distracted. Or lose focus of, you know, what's what's out there, what's to be. Everybody wants to win the Super Bowl, but you win it by taking that first step, not worrying about you know, that first game. Once you perfect those those steps, that rep, that technique, you know, then you you start to, to break it down. Once you finally get to those those moments, and they come so smoothly, and you know, you're you're a technician at what you do, and that's how really great teams are made. Miles, what what is Zedarius add, added to that room? Off the field, even more than on the field. I mean, he's one of those guys I mentioned earlier. With you know, was a uh, light-hearted, you know, great sense of humor, fun guy, but has a lot of knowledge to bring to the room and uh, plenty of experience. You know, more experience than we'll leave anyone else in, in our D-line room. And you know, he's he's been there. He's been to the you know, the precipice. He's been to the top of the hill. And uh, he knows what it's supposed to look like. He's worked with you know, some of the very best in the game. And uh, no, we just have to be willing to listen. We have to be, you know, give, give him our undivided attention and uh, allow him to, to lead us when the, when the time comes. Could you force this fiery personality? Does it take a while to get used to that? I've had a couple fiery personalities. <laughs> Has he gotten in your face at all yet? I mean, it seems like he's that kind of guy. If he does, you know, just listen. I know and we know that he wants the best for us. He's excited. He's excited for this opportunity uh, that he has working with this team, and we should be just as excited and fired up, you know, that he's here and he's, you know, he's he's so fired up about you know winning with this team and and you know putting his his best foot forward. You know, he 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 came here because he knew this team really had a chance to to be special, and we have to, and we'd be remiss in letting him down and letting ourselves down if, if we didn't you know take that opportunity by the horns and, and just go. Is Zedarius' personality you know, sort of a flamboyant personality uh, such that, I mean, is that good for you, sort of bring out the, you know, the more playful, the fun side of you, and might that serve you really well as you go through the season? I mean, I've had a couple flamboyant, you know, fun personalities around before as well, but I don't think it brings out anything else. I just think he's a, he's a great character, great teammate, and uh, continue I'd like to continue you know, learning from them, growing with them, and uh, just playing ball at the highest level. I know we'll continue to work off each other, and uh, you know, a lot of us will continue to learn from him and uh, 
he'll he'll allow us to 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 be great. You know, him not getting double team, me not getting double team. What's just trying to play off each other like that. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Next up, it's All-Pro guard Joel Batonio, and talking about what it's like to be a 10-year veteran, and he's got some pretty interesting comments about uh, the Greenbrier, and if he thinks it might be haunted. What does uh, being Camp 10 mean to you? Um, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty cool milestone. Um, after my rookie year, you know, I was like, all right, I played in the league. Like I want to, you know, take it year by year, but ten years would be pretty, pretty special to get in, and uh, and we're at year ten, so that, that that's pretty cool. Um, not too many people play ten years, so it's it's really a combination of you know luck and, and skill and having the opportunity. But it's 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 a little different, you know what I mean? Going into year ten, you're getting a little bit older, but um, I love it. I love it out here and uh, ready to go. Still, I mean, obviously you're going to Pro Bowl, you're all pro. Do you feel like you're still playing as well as you ever have? Yeah, yeah, I felt the last couple of years have been, um, I try and get better every year, you know, and I think I've improved, and, um, you know, I think throughout my college career, I took me time to develop, I was improving there, I got to the NFL, um, you know, I was injured early in my career, so there was a couple of years there where it was, you know, a little stagnant, but I think since then, with, with Coach Callahan, Coach Stefanski, AVP, the whole, you know, offensive staff have really, um, you know, put me in a a very strong place to do the things I like to do, and um, it's it's been really good. I, I felt good the last, you know, two three years playing at a, a very high level. Being this long into your career, you know, normally you guys camp is, you know, in your backyard. You have the facility. That, how different is it? You know, come being able to come down here. How much does it at least help? You know, change things up for you. Yeah, it's definitely a change up. I think you know, with the uh, Hall of Fame stuff coming in a little early. Um, coming out here for a week or eight days or, you know, eight practices, however long it was. Um, I think it's a real positive for us. You know, there's not – we do miss the fans. You know, they're not out here and stuff with us, but we'll, we'll, we'll see them in a couple of weeks. But um, but just having the team here, you know, there's really not much else to do. We're here from 7 to 7 every day doing football, hanging out with each other, laughing, joking. Um, it's a good place for us, you know, and, and I think – I think the guys have the right mentality, and they're, they're coming out work, and I think the staff and the training staff is, is really ramping us into it, you know, not going too fast, too hard, just to, uh, you know, ease us into this, this, this training camp. Beepermans are ready for what, uh, what amenities you're going to take advantage of tomorrow? Um, no. I, I think we're going, I think O-Line's going to dinner tonight, so we're going to do a little steakhouse tonight so we have a day to digest that. Um, and then tomorrow I'll probably sleep in. We might try and go to a movie. Um, some of us, so we'll, we'll see. That's not here, but somewhere, you know. I saw an escape room. They have an escape room, you know, bunker escape room. That might be fun, but I'm not – I wanted the golf. I'm not going to lie. But then I was like, I'm going to be too tired, so I'll leave those at home. Uh, once the season starts, the golf clubs, you know, go away. No, no, I'm not a I'm, – I've shot a couple times, but I'm not – I'll leave that to Wyatt and the boys, you know. They can, they can handle the ski White shooting. No, I would love to do that, but not in training camp. You know, all these things are fun things. I might have to come back in the off season. You know. Speaking of fun, next week are they going to allow you to party with Joe for a couple days? 
Um, I don't know if it's party. <laughs> I can attend though, but I, you know, we'll see how practice goes from there and stuff like that. But I am going to go see his, his ceremony, uh, me and my wife, and I mean, there's so many great people that we're going to be able to see along with Joe and Annie and their family. Um, you know, definitely make an appearance at the after party and and say congrats. But you know, we're kind of in the heat of it. You know, I've since he's retired, I've been like, if I'm on the Browns, it's going to be a little bit different this year. So I'll have to. You know, nudge him a little bit. Say thanks for making us come. You know, a week early. You know how excited he is. How, how much are you looking forward to seeing that moment and what that means to you as a teammate of his? Yeah, it's it's special. Um, you know, he's he's a guy that's you know one of the best, one of the best to ever play the game, and and uh, to play next to him as a young player in this league, and and to see him, you know, I, I think he only had one kid when I got in the league, and now he has four, and you know, he's going to the Hall of Fame and all those things. It's just. It's just pretty surreal. You don't play, you don't have the opportunity to play with that many Hall of Fame guys, you know. And so to have that, have that um, ability is, is is pretty special for him. And, and I'm very happy for him and his family. It's only the first day you guys did anything at a higher speed in that red zone drill. It looked like the defense was very successful. Were you impressed? How, how congested is it down there? Yeah, I, I was on the – it was 7-on-7, seven seven, I think, so they were going. It sounded like the defense was doing well. The O-line was getting some pass sets on the other side. But I think defense usually starts out a little bit ahead of the offense, you know, getting getting used to each other. But um, Coach Schwartz has a great scheme. I think the players are excited to play for him. Um, but, you know, I know Coach Stefanski and Deshaun and all those guys are, are going to come back and get their shots in too. Joel, have you found uh, the Green Briar to be haunted? And also, uh, I understand that, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's definitely an older property. You know, you pull up and it—it's beautiful out here, by the way. Like, you know, I talk about West Virginia; it's very beautiful. Um, yeah, the floor patterns are a little bit, you know, older, but they do a good job. You know, like when I see the floor patterns, I think like great, great grandma's house. You know what I mean? Like, like old, but it, it, you know, it's clean here. It's everything. Wyatt said his door keeps open in the middle of the night, but I don't. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what that means. I've had no issues so far. Everybody's been, you know, very nice. Um, but we are getting used to the floor. I got a lot of green and pink in my room, so it's it's a little bit different. My kids like the chairs. I FaceTime them, and they're like, "Can we see the green chairs again?" So maybe we'll have to get those for for our house. You have to turn around the corner and see a couple of creepy girls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's like statues and weird things that I'm like not next to the other players, so like. I don't know where my room is, but when I walk back into the building, I have to kind of go through this maze to get back to my room. And last night, I swear, I was lost. I was like, I'm not exactly sure which way I go. And I just kept walking. I ran into my room eventually, but it's uh, it's definitely amazing there. Hey, Joel, I got a Joe question for you. You mentioned Andy. You mentioned I just got four kids. Um, what do you think of him having his family to present him tomorrow? Yeah, I think it's, it's awesome. Um, you know, you play 11 years in the league. Uh, you know, he met Annie in college, obviously got married early in his career, maybe after college or, but, um, you know, they go through it with you, you know, like the training camps, the practices, the seasons, the good games, the bad games, like they're the people that you talk to and, and go through it and they make sacrifices, obviously in the off season and stuff, it's, it's, you know, it's worth it for us, but there's a lot of sacrifice they make. So it's a team effort. You know, I, I try and tell my wife all the time how much I appreciate her work, especially like this week, you know, she's at home with the kids and, and doing that thing. Um, so it, it's always a family affair. And, you know, his family's one of the best. So I think it's it's very cool that, you know, they're they're honoring him that way. Joel, you've talked a lot since Deshaun's gotten here about, you know, the uniqueness of blocking for him and, and the stress it can put on an offensive lineman. 
how much I, I know you're still early in it, but how much do you feel like you're you're slowly coming to get a handle on it at least a little bit? Yeah, we're understanding him a lot better. Um, you know how he drops, how he you know extends a play to to try and make a better play. How we're going to move the pocket form a little bit. All those things are coming out. Um, I think the more we practice, it's been a little early in camp. You know, a lot more jog through tempos. Today we finally got some full speed stuff. Um, but we're getting used to it, and I think he's feeling more comfortable with us and talking to guys and asking guys, hey, on this play, like, do this for us or, or, or change it around. So he's finding his voice as well. So I think it's just a, a gelling out period, but we're definitely getting more comfortable. Last up here on this Tuesday, it's corner Greg Newsom talking about playing both in the slot and outside, his comments on new defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz, and how the wide receivers have impressed him through the first four days of training camp. We start, we start with a number change. Uh, yeah, man. Um, no, nah, I was just super excited. Um, I got presented the opportunity to do it. Um, ah, I just got stuck. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, I was presented the opportunity. Um, and I think I was pretty. It was pretty cool to be, you know, the first Cleveland Brown ever to wear zero. Uh, so that was a little behind it. And then, you know, going into this next year, I kind of wanted a fresh start. Um, you know, with everything, and just wanted to, yeah, just get out there and have a fresh start. Um, and I'm super excited. It's almost like a bullseye though that takes yeah. <laughs> draw the attention of the quarterback a little bit more. Yeah, I mean I hope so. Um, so get a little bit more production. So I hope I hope that's what it what it causes. How do you feel like you want a fresh start? What's that all about? Yeah, um, I'm going into year three. Um, I've been in the league for two years now, and I think I'm ready to you know really make that next jump. So uh, that's kind of what I mean by fresh start is just ready to make that next jump. <laughs> So I kind of wanted to just change everything, and um, that was one of the things. Like the game slowing down for you a little bit? Oh, for sure, man. Um, now I didn't seen this for the last two years. You know, I know what to expect now. Uh, it kind of feels like my junior year, you know, at Northwestern, where everything slowed down. I mean, I'm just out there playing fast, so um, I'm hoping that that happens this year too. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, I'm all about this team, all about, you know, trying to get this team to, you know, our goals. Uh, so, yeah, definitely, you know, all that stuff is in the past, just ready to move forward. Greg, I know you're a proud Wildcat alum. How, how troubling has it been to see the problems that are going on in the school? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's definitely troubling. You know, I had a great experience at Northwestern. Um, I have respect for all those guys. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, the Cleveland Browns is my team now, and, you know, that's what I'm focused on. You, you seemed a little confused at how to react originally. You posted something, deleted it, said I'm done with them, and then praising Fitzgerald. Where are you with the school? Um, yeah, I mean, that's always, you know, I'm an alum. So, you know, that's always going to be my school for sure. But, you know, it was more so on the thing is just, you know, you got to respect everyone. So, um, you know, I didn't want to say anything that would, you know, come off as disrespectful to anyone, so I decided to delete it. Did you have any inclination when you were there that there was anything uh, no, um, like I said, you know, I had a great time at Northwestern. Um, none but respect for the coaches, um, but you know, I'm just trying to focus on this, you know, journey right now. Have you, have you been in communication with Fitz at all? Uh, no, I just, you know, I talk, um, I texted him. Uh, that was it, and then yeah, I haven't talked to him since. When we see you out here, uh, you're doing a little bit of everything. You're outside. You're inside. 
Oh, I love it. Um, you know, it's versatility. Um, you know, some of the greatest in the game, you know, in this day, Marlon Humphrey, Jalen Ramsey, you know, a lot of them, you know, play inside and out. And, you know, I think I'm going to be able to really showcase my versatility this season. So do you think this could be your, you know, your best season? Is that what you're aiming for? And what would a best season look like? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I definitely think this could be my best season. Um, but, you know, what I'm really just focused on is trying to help the team win. Um, you know, if we're not winning and I'm playing great, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. So uh, with, with Jim Schwartz coming in here, you know, he's been doing a great job. So I'm just super excited to, you know, showcase my talents in his defense. When you talk about emphasizing the man-to-man uh, as opposed to what you dealt with in previous years where plays going on, you're having to think about, okay, what should I be doing in the middle of the play? Do you feel like this man-to-man philosophy is going to allow you to play more instinctually, which ultimately then elevates your game? Sure. Um, you know, that's what we love, man to man. I think all the guys, we built this cornerback room to play man. So uh, with Schwartz, you know, playing aggressive, uh, we're all super excited. When you talk about the versatile role this year, is that because Jim Schwartz's defense, like, is that where um, he's going to take advantage of that versatility as opposed to last year? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, me and him had you know, countless conversations. And, you know, it's just going to be a, a lot of, you know, man to man and versatility. So I'm going to be able to. You know, showcase myself inside, outside, you know, wherever he needs me to play, you know, for this defense to be successful, I'm ready to do it. So we see you outside and inside, we see Denzel inside and outside. So what determines who's where? Uh, just pretty much depends on the game, probably. Um, we haven't really, you know, got deep into that. We're both just, you know, in training camp, just both working it. So, you know, any given week, we, we can do both. With Jim being the defensive coordinator, what value has a guy like Rodney? Oh, man, it's, it's amazing. You know, a guy that's played, I think he's on year 13 maybe. A guy like that, that's a guy, you know, I'm a sponge. So I'm just get, getting around him, trying to get a bunch of information. And he already knows how the defense is supposed to be run. So um, it definitely helps us in the back end. How does it help you every day out here to go against your quarterback like Deshaun? Extend plays and just do so many different things. I mean, how does that, that help you specifically? Uh, it helps me a, a ton. I mean, you're not going to see you know, too much better than him. You know, whether people want to give him his respect yet, um, he's ready to, you know, go out there and earn that again. But, you know, you're not going to see too much better than him. So, you know, while while we're out there going against him every day, he's prepping us to go against, you know, the top of the line quarterbacks in the NFL. So uh, I definitely love going against him every day. Do you, do you see anything different from him this year since, like, there's more stability? Like, he knows he's the guy before. You guys know he's the guy before. Have you noticed any differences? Just that confidence, man. Like, he has that confidence out here. Um, he has a swagger back. Like, it's just a whole, you could just tell just by looking at him, just a happier guy, you know. So um, I'm super excited for him this season. This was the first live drill, really, that red zone drill. And you guys, defense got the better of him today. Yeah, um, that's, you know, the defense, you know, we want to we wanna lead this team. So, um, you know, every single day we're going to try to bring energy. You know, it's it's hard going against those guys, man. I think we got one of the top offenses in the league. So, you know, doing a good job against them is only going to prepare us to go against anybody in the league. But, yeah, we got we got the better of them today. How much do you guys, even in the secondary, feed off lines? Seeing him do things, whatever. I mean, he, he could be 30 yards away from them, but pass rusher sees another pass rusher against that. Now they want to get him. You guys are in a different position, but you still feed off him, right? Oh, for sure. I feed off, you know, all those guys on the front, you know. Uh, Schwartz said, like, when you see big man running hard and playing hard, us little guys, we have no choice but to run, you know? So um, seeing those guys up front just work, and they do a lot of dirty work for us out there, you know? They don't get a lot of credit. 
you know, other than getting sacks. But, you know, they do a lot that, that no one sees in the trenches. So I have none but respect for those guys, and they definitely motivate us. Oh man, I think he's doing a great job as a leader. Um, you know, he's 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 definitely a positive role model. He's a, definitely a talkative person, um, and I think he does a great job. You know, not all leaders have to be the most vocal. You know, that that's not how it is. Like Anthony Walker is a leader. He's a very vocal guy. Miles is a leader. He's vocal, but he also has that he's going to show his play on the field. So I didn't agree with that. You know, leadership thing. I mean. Leadership looks different, and you know, in different ways. Denzel Ward is a great leader. He's more so of a guy who's going to show, you know, he's going to do the right things. He's not as vocal. So, I mean, leadership is, you know, it's not defined in one way. To me. What have you seen out of Elijah Moore? What's he like to cover? What's he bringing to the table this year? Yeah, um, I'm super excited. Uh, I'm just going to tell the NFL better watch out for him. Um, he's one of the best that I've honestly been against. And I'm not just saying it because he's on my team, but. You know, um, I had the pleasure, you know, guard him every single day um, in OTAs and now, and you know, he's a great route runner. He has speed, so um, I'm definitely, definitely super excited for him. You got a chance to go against Cedric a little bit, also. Just as a rookie, what are you noticing from him? Uh, that he just learns. Um, you know, as a rookie, you know, it's hard going right away. You know, going against the ones, going against people that didn't seen it all. So um, he's definitely doing great. I mean, literally after practice, he came up to me and was like, "What did you see?" You know what I'm saying? Like, what did you see for me? How can I improve? So, you know, a guy like that that's, that's willing to learn after, you know, some things is, is that I definitely see a bright future for him. Is that typical? Do you see, have you noticed that to be typical? Uh, I don't know, you're still kind of young. You're yeah. Younger, but is that typical for, for young receivers to come up to you and, and ask you those type of questions? Um, honestly, not really. Honestly, a, a lot of it's like me and Amari talking after, you know, yeah. older guys, vets that are, but for a rookie to, you know, come up to me and like, what did you see here? Like, did I push off too much? Like, just trying to learn the game. Uh, so I'm super excited for him to uh, help us this season. Was it an adjustment to get used to Jim Schwartz's kind of personality and style? No, not at all. Um, I think I played better like that. Um, a guy like that who's, you know, hard nose. Like, he's he's only gonna accept greatness. Like, I love that. It's not hard to, because that's how I kind of hold myself. So a guy like that, you know, I'm super excited, um, and he's been doing a great job for us so far. Did you get matched? Did you make this the last one? Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. I got him a few times, but uh, I didn't get him too, too much. Well, I mean, what was your reaction when you saw like he was? Going? I was super excited, man. Um, you know, I trained out there in Arizona. I've seen him train multiple times. I see how fluid he was. Him coming out of the draft, obviously, I've seen all the receivers. So, for us to get him, I mean, it's a steal. Uh, like, I'm so like I feel like you need to give up a first round to get a guy like that. Um, but you know, I'm super excited for him. Um, and he's going to do a lot of big things for us this season. That's today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to the Cleveland Browns Daily and More podcast and find From the Podium. Be sure to check out all of the Browns' social media platforms, clevelandbrowns.com and our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash browns, for the latest news and practice recaps from the Greenbrier in West Virginia. Player day off on Wednesday. We are back with you on Thursday as the team resumes practice from West Virginia. I'm Jason Gibbs, thanking you for listening to the Browns from the Podium podcast. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. 
Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital. Rated R.